Well, his name is Ryan and he can't wipe his ass. Let me tell you one thing, he'll sure make you laugh. He's a comic by night and he's really quite the lad. And I bet that you'll find his comedy's pretty rad. He likes Wu-Tang and Star Wars and boobs, to name a few. He'll tell you all about it while he takes a poo. Now on to the show, it's time for some laughs from Ryan LaChance. And the people who wipe my ass There we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ryan LaChance and the people who wipe my ass. This is now episode 22, and once again, I'm with my beautiful co-host, Angie. Say hi, Angie. Hi. On today's episode, we actually have another human being in the, in the building to do this with us, and he's one of my favorite uh, stand-up comics in the country, and he always complains that when we're on the road together that I get better rooms than he does, <laughs> but that's because I have a disabled card, so I win. Um, it's Mr. Shane Cork. How you doing today, Shane? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm great. I'm really baked and ready to go, so nice. let's do this. Nice. Um, see, uh, anyone that had enough time to figure out that you were going to be on the podcast would have prepared questions, but I got high and watched stand-up comedy videos on Netflix last night, so I have not prepared anything. That's which, right. I mean, it was only 24 hours notice anyway, so really you wouldn't have been able to prepare that much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, they didn't even teach me how to write. So, uh, like, I signed my name on some bank documentation the other day, and then I gave them to the teller, and the teller said to me, who signed this, a three-year-old? And I was like, I did. Yeah. And now I get free checking at the bank. <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes not being able to write pays off. I'm going to get you to sign all my checks, too. Yeah. <laughs> I might get doctor signature. So, did you know that doctors, when they go into, like, university, actually, uh, as I'm saying this, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that there's an actual course that they can take to learn how to write like a doctor. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, but I wouldn't be surprised because all of them have, like, illegible signatures. I thought it was a thing so that people couldn't forge it for, like, um, prescriptions, so, like, they made it chicken scratch like that, so it was almost, it's hard for people to, like, mimic. That, um, yeah, but, but still, they would be somewhere where they'd have to train to do that, you would yeah. think, right? Yeah, because a lot of these people probably have good handwriting yeah. and stuff, so. Yeah, well, I mean, they went to school for how long? They should know how to write, yeah. you think, right? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe I should take that class. I'd probably fail, but, you know. <laughs> I want to see the look on the teacher's face as soon as you roll in. They'll be like, oh, my God, this is going to take forever. <laughs> be like, you want to challenge your PhD in already? Yeah. Uh, here we go. Let's give me a try. Turn me into a normal block writer or something. Um, and then there was a, those people... <laughs> this is going to be a weird fucking podcast, but I'm just going to go with my stream thought right no, now. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> And there are those people that write in all capital letters. Yeah. Like they're just constantly angry. Yeah. Those people are psychopaths. Yeah. And then there's people that, that they'll use capital letters as lowercase letters, just smaller ones. You ever seen that? Like the, so they're, they're, they're smaller letters with capital letters, just like, just like tiny. And it's like, what? Do you not know what lowercase letters are? I, don't know what you're I remember like 
growing up as a kid, my, my parents would have to, like, help me with my homework, obviously, to yeah. write for me and stuff. And whenever it was my father, he wrote in all capital letters, and I would get marks taken off my papers and stuff because it was written in all capital letters. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't get out. I can't control any of this. Yeah. And you're dogging me marks? Like, go fuck yourself. I wonder if he did it on purpose. So my dad would always have to come in and be like, it was me. And then one teacher was even such a bitch that she made it. Like, give him a writing sample on the spot. <laughs> to That's funny. It. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> but everybody hated her, so it's okay. Yeah, and also, and if I was an adult and a teacher did that to me, I was like, no, I'm not in your class. You can't tell me what to do. Like, you can't make me write something for you. Well, my dad knew I needed good grades because I didn't have much physically going on for myself. So, he's like... <laughs> You weren't going to be a star QB, eh? Yeah, no. <laughs> so he's like, if we're getting into university and we're poor as fuck, you better have good grades. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. He would always have to go to bat for me. Yeah. I have a really good story, but I don't know if I should publicly put it on the internet about how... Oh, fuck it. It happened so many years ago. Yeah. Come after me. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, exactly. Statue of limitations. <laughs> yeah. So... When I was in grade 10, we moved to BC, right? Yeah. Uh, and, um, but because I had taken a French all throughout my uh, like kindergarten all the way up. Right, like French immersion? No, just like French class is part of our, our program. And plus my dad spoke French at the home. Right. So uh, when I was in grade 10, I found out that for like 200 bucks, you can challenge the... Any grade 12 provincial exam. Oh, okay. Or something. I don't know if it was 200 bucks or whatever. But, so I did that because I was like, I don't want to take a language. In high school, it gives me an extra spare. And then yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. So, so I, uh, now keep in mind, this is the first day of school. Brand new school, brand new province. Nobody knew who I was. So I get, I show up to where the French teachers talk to them about taking the exam home or taking the exam and challenging it and I showed up in the room and he panicked because I guess he had never worked with a disabled student before yeah. so he couldn't figure out how it would work so he physically let me take the exam home to my home and work on it over the weekend that's amazing <laughs> and at the time because we just moved up here, um, all my family relatives were in town helping my mom move because she was a single mom. So I had, I had seven native-speaking, like, France-French people in my house, and we finished the provincial exam in 25 minutes. Nice. <laughs> because it was all multiple choice. Yeah. Sweet. And, uh, and we, we went through it, and one of my... Uh, relatives used to be a teacher, so they had seen the exam before. Oh wow! Uh, so they knew what the what the answers were gonna be, and uh, my relatives looked at each other when we were done, and they're like, "Maybe we should get a few of these wrong." Yeah. So it doesn't look like we <laughs> did something. So we uh, we answered like three or four questions wrong. I still uh, finished in ninety seven percent, and I finished in the top two percentile. 
in the French program in the province. Nice. <laughs> no, because we're relatives. Would have been a cool plot twist if you still failed. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I got 35. I was like, what? what? <laughs> when I tell that story on stage, that's how the punchline's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome, though. Yeah. I'll still never forget it. And that same teacher was married to my principal, and my principal gave me such a hard time in high school because I was always getting kicked out for making people laugh that she would say, you make, you're never going to make anything yourself if you make people laugh, blah, blah. So when I got my first big theater show, uh, I invited her and my uh, her husband um, to the show. I even had my sister's friend's limo yeah. uh, company pick them up and drive them into the city and I gave them front row tickets and I sat them in the front row and then I wheeled out on stage and halfway through my set I told the story about them nice. and how they didn't think I was going to amount to anything and then I'm like I think that over 1500 people in the room tonight would disagree with you and people lost their shit. Nice. It was the greatest, like, revenge yeah. comeback story. I felt like Rudy. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Did you see them afterwards? Yeah. You and did? They, they apologized and everything. Oh, nice. They apologized. Yeah. And, and then they tried to say that they were just saying those things to motivate me. And I was like, go fuck yourself, oh. you know? You know what? Some teachers do do that, but that's a terrible motivational yeah. Yeah. Um it's a terrible way to motivate people. It's been proven that it doesn't work. But yeah, I, I, I had teachers that did the same thing. It worked for me, man. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Fuck you guys. I'm gonna it does work. Life. It does work sometimes. It just doesn't work often enough for it no. to be a, an effective motivational no. approach. De- definitely um, not. Yeah, we had, I had a teacher that, that was the same way. He'd say that to everybody. And yeah. not to mention, he was the woodshop teacher. He's like, dude, you're a woodshop oh, yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't achieve anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Like, there's people out there building houses and building things that actually where You're showing us how to build a towel dispenser. Yeah. yeah. Where we have to make it wood shop, you know? <laughs> how many bird houses do we actually need? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my, I remember, well, I, I, went, I graduated in 97, but I remember that the wood shop teacher's big thing for most grade that he taught was uh, he'd make them build uh, CD racks and CD cases. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, uh, that's your extent? Of your workshop is yeah. building a wood box. Yeah. You know? It's got four sides, some glue and some nails, and you're good yeah. to go. You could literally go to like, uh, a, like a wood lot and find a box. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, get a, just get a wine crate and you're yeah. good to go. You just know? get a little sand down. Yeah. 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 Jesus. That's funny. Like you Yeah. But I did. I uh, get voted most likely to become a stand-up comedian by my grade 12 class. Really? It's in my fucking yearbook, yeah. Yeah, I got I got voted class clown, which I guess is kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Ange? I don't, I didn't get voted anything. I was such a floater in high school, I didn't really go with any crowd, so... You were know. too cool for I didn't school. Get most, I just, like, I like to fly under the radar. That's yeah, that's my, good. Yeah. It's a good way to, good way to operate. <laughs> you, so you were the type of person that, like... 
They would cut themselves and dress up like a brony at the same time. <laughs> You're like, I want to be happy, but I'm so sad, but I'm happy at the same time. And rainbows are awesome! Rainbows! Yes! Yes, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. No, no, all I can picture is like some self-hating brony that's just cutting themselves in glitters falling out of their wrists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my brain is so fucked up. It <laughs> makes sense why I'm disabled. Really, it does. <laughs> did you guys have any story? I had a, a teacher who was sleeping with a student. Did you guys have any story? I didn't. I, I went to school. I'm from Prince Rupert, which is a very small town. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't too much of that happening. I don't think. Um, but the thing is, uh, when I got to university at UBC, um, there it happened a lot. And yeah. then like when I was there, I found out it happens way more often than you'd think. Even if you think it happens quite a bit, it, it happens more, um, especially at the university level, because it's it's completely legal in terms of the age thing, but yeah. it's, it's still an ethical thing because of the uh, position of power, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, in high school, I don't think so. No. But I could no. be wrong. But there, I, there were pr- people, in, there were uh, like girls in my high school that like had adult boyfriends, which was creepy as fuck. Yeah. I'm from the dude, not from the girl. <laughs> creepy as fuck. Yeah. 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 There... I, I came from a small town in Alberta, so there were a lot of, like, pregnant people yeah. <laughs> that I went to school with, but there was no, like, uh, nothing, no, no teachers fucking students or nothing. What, what, did they find out about that, and it, there was, there were there consequences for the one at your school? Uh, n- uh not that I am aware of. Yeah. There was never anything, it was said that it was just a rumor. Right. But they, I believe... Later, like eight kind years of confirmed later, it. they yeah. confirmed, confirmed it. Confirmed it when it does no when it doesn't make a difference exactly. anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah, interesting. So that was mm. always that was always. There mysterious. were definitely teachers I wanted to bang that were hot. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that a lot too with um, when I'm in a hospital um, because I'm often put in the same unit because. Uh, um, you get staph infection 10 years ago once from a hospital, and all of a sudden you get your own room now, whether you test positive or not. Right, oh, exactly. Geez. So, yeah. I'm always in the, the same uh, unit, which means I get a private room. And then also, half the unit's a dementia unit, and then half is like, um, I don't know, people like me that need a little more yeah. extra care and stuff. But being with the dementia units, so much fun, dude. Like, I had to share the room next door to me was this, like, seven-year-old lady. She was, like, French-Canadian from, like, back east. And she always thought I was her husband. Like, she would come in the room and just start giving me shit for not taking out the trash. Or, or, like, forgetting to pay the power bill. That's funny. And the the first couple times, uh, I was like, I don't know what to do. But then I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck in this bed. I'm here for 10 days. I might as well give this lady what she wants. Yeah. Because when when I would act or respond like her husband, she'd light up and you kind of see her like yeah. coming back a bit, right? Yeah. So I just started playing along. So it got to the point, and I'm not even joking. Uh, it, it, was, it was like four or five days in, and she'd come into my room, but she had realized... She, like at that at, at that moment in time, like the dementia hadn't kicked in yet, so yeah. she, 
she knew who she was, she, she knew where she was, and she, uh, um, she's like, oh, you, you remind me of my husband, and you had a big, big beard like you, do you mind, I really miss his beard, can I just come over and play with your beard for a while, <laughs> and I'm like lying in bed, like, my leg elevator went from my foot to heel, I'm like, sure, shit, I got nothing to do, like, yeah. let's do this, you know, <laughs> and so, they, um, she comes over and she's, she's just like, starts stroking and petting my beard, and I'm just like, minding my own business, just letting her do her thing, and the nurse comes in, because they have to do rounds every hour and check on everybody, yeah. nurse comes in, see this is going on, she thinks that this lady's back, like, thinking I'm her husband again, Right. so she starts freaking out, next thing you know, half the nursing station is like in my room, trying to pull her away, and I'm like, don't. She's okay. She just asked if she could play with my beer. Yeah. I'm just trying to make her happy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking relax. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, she's not hurting anybody. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I don't, what was my point of that story? When did I start it? <laughs> See? You're talking about you get your own room. Yeah. All the time because you had a staph infection one time. And yeah. And then. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. So, um, I remember now. I do this during my stand-up sets all the time, too. Yeah. You know, so I'll start telling a joke, and, uh, and yeah. then my brain will get sidetracked because I'll think of something else. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'll have to go back to the original joke. But anyway, I think that's why Billy Connolly is my favorite stand-up comic, because he's notorious for doing that. Yeah, he's totally goes yeah. off on tangents, yeah. 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 But he's really good at it where he'll stop right or start right at the... Party stopped at like perfectly. Yeah. Like you didn't even miss a beat. Yeah. I'm not that good. No. <laughs> I smoked too much weed. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You also said you knew where you were going with that story and then you went to start talking <laughs> about yeah, it. Yeah, you were in the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. We were talking about teachers being what I'm texting. Yeah. So, because I'm, a, okay, um, because I'm a comedian and because. I'm used to being in the hospital, and I understand that nurses don't have a lot of time, this, that, and the other, and so a lot of the time I'll be, like, the last person they feed, or the last person they, they like, bathe, or whatever. Right. And I'm accommodating with it, plus my mom's really good with the nursing stations, like, she's brought in full meals for the nurses and stuff, mm-hmm. so she, because mm, she wants to make sure I'm taking care of, so she betters them up a bit. But, yeah, yeah. Um... So, because of that, the charge nurse that books on the nurses for the floor and who's going to look after who always gives me the, like, second and third year UBC interns. Yeah. They're, like, really hot 20-year-olds and they're all chipper and they're, like, they all, like, they look great in their scrubs and I'm, like, yeah, yeah. this is, this is going to make the next 10 days not so bad now. <laughs> uh, if I'm in my buzzer having these pretty girls running around taking care of me, it's... Yeah. Could, so be, could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, this, like, guess the meat game that's on my plate isn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that most meat in a hospital is, like, gray? Like, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a perfect shape. I don't know if <laughs> <laughs> meat comes in, like, a perfect rectangle or yeah. oval or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and their potatoes always look like ice cream scoops. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They don't flatten them out. They're just... Yeah. <laughs> These dry lumps, yeah. The hospital yeah. food sucks. It does. What do you think? What do you? What do you think is worse, hospital food or airline food? Well, okay. 
I shouldn't have a vote in this question because I grew up with two parents that worked for major airlines my entire life, so I have eaten a lot of airplane food. <laughs> so, yeah, you've also eaten a lot of hospital food. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but just because you've eaten a lot of airplane food doesn't mean you like it. Do yeah. You, do you, so do you prefer it to hospital food? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd give it a slight edge, too. It has. It usually has a little bit more flavor to it, at least. Yeah. yeah. And you can get some pepper and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, you can have an alcoholic beverage on a plane or whatever <laughs> you want. Hospital will give you whatever they have. Yeah. Juice, juice <laughs> they box, get, They give you those, like, the circular things and juices. Yeah. Then when you peel the lid off, you get that film and the oil on top. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that shit, and that does not... <laughs> <laughs> this is not this good. Like, no. How is this supposed to be nutritious? Yeah. Uh, how is this supposed to help my recovery? It just yeah. Just make gives me the shits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like um uh, sunny delight. You ever yeah. like why is it glossy? <laughs> yeah. It's orange juice. Orange juice is supposed to be glossy. Yeah. Why, why does it have that weird burning sensation? <laughs> like, you know, like oh, what am I drinking? Yeah. Is this what antifreeze tastes like? Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Priest is just a, just a yellow version of, yeah, Sunny yeah. D, yeah. oh man, that, that's a Mitch Hedberg joke in the making there. Yeah. yeah. So, one of the questions I want to ask both of you, um, everybody has a, a favorite part of stand-up, uh, and that everybody has a part that we all hate. And I was just curious from both of you what each one of those would be. And then after, I'll share mine. Or we can talk about it together, I guess. It's not like we're in it. Yeah. Giving an oral exam or something. I'll just talk about school stressing yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get touched by the janitor again. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of my least favorite part of stand-up. No, sure it up. No, it's just... <laughs> no, my favorite part of stand-up is obviously... Uh, well, you know what? It's not obvious, I guess. The feeling you get when, like, a, a brand new joke you've just you've just written and just, like, kind of honed to the point where you know it's good kills. Yeah. With a crowd where you're like, oh man, I know that. When you, 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 the whole time you knew it was funny, but you needed the audience to convince yeah. you, right? You need that validation. Like, yeah. killing a whole set is awesome. But, like, if you kill a, you can kill a whole set with season stuff quite often. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you can kill that one joke that, like, you've been working on, you're like, this is such a great joke. That's the best feeling, I think. Yeah. What about you, Ange? I, I just love hearing people laugh at something that I've said. I just, I love that feeling. Yeah, that's great. There's so much that I don't like about doing stand-up, but that. Yeah, that there's. Just, <laughs> that. That's probably a lot bigger list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's that, that keeps time. coming back for sure. We were talking about how we don't want three-hour podcasts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't talk about the things that we don't like about stand-up, just the things that we do. Um, yeah. Sorry, Andrew, cut you off. There. No, no, that, that's it. That's it. Just, I just love hearing people laugh at something I've said and knowing that I created that. I caused that. That's such a good feeling for me. That's yeah. cool. Uh, so we got uh, a new jo- a new joke that you wrote that the crowd validates. Yeah. And hearing people laugh. Those are pretty good choices. I think for me, uh, what I love about stand-up, and it's going to... I know John Cohen, if he hears this, is going to be like, he's fucking doing it again. But uh, I just, I like the fact that when I'm up there, people, whether they see me or not, 
like, there's always a, what the fuck is this guy going to do because I show up in the wheelchair? Yeah. 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 So I love that, like, like, some people are, like, hoping that it's fucking terrible because mm. they want their awesome story. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, they, they saw you bomb kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, or they want, some of you get to some people that, that again, I'm going to use the word, that <laughs> call me an inspiration fucking drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, but I just, that whole sense of, like, the audience not knowing what they're going to get. Yeah. And then, and that, and this kind of ties into it. Because of that, the um, sense of freedom mm-hmm. that I get up there, because so, so much of my life is like, well, hell, the podcast is like, you're not much shots in the people who wipe my ass. Yeah. So, I mean, so much of my life is not in my control, even though I'm making <clears throat> decisions for myself. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. still need other people to do. 98% of the things in life mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. But when I'm up there, man, like that sense of like me, the mic, and the crowd. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's the greatest fucking feeling in the world to me. Yeah. Because I don't get it anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. I truly don't. So what's your least favorite thing? Um, Probably uh, um, practice, like getting ready for uh, showcases or like... Uh, Stuff that I know is gonna be recorded, where I need to oh, yeah. practice it and never like yeah. know what, what joke leads into what joke, because part of the the reason I like it so much is because I'm so free. Yeah, I feel that. I I, I used to over rehearse, and I stopped because it got it, it got to the point where I didn't I didn't like my jokes. I not yeah. sell them very well because I was like so they were so like automatic in my head. I yeah. I wasn't even thinking about going off the cover and like yeah. that. So I stopped doing that because I found I found it helped me. But yeah, I, I feel that for sure. Yeah, and I think the other part I'm gonna steal another one. Uh, the other part that I really like is when I am so comfortable up there, I can just start talking about anything and they still laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, I still got them and I know I got them. Yeah. And I know I can take them anywhere. Yeah. And they're gonna want me for it. Like, for example, I did a show a couple weeks ago here and. White Rocket, three dogs for turnkey, mm-hmm. and uh, they had me close the show because, well, uh, they said I was from here, so I was like, okay, whatever, but yeah, I don't need to close it, but thanks, I get an extra 50 bucks. Yeah, you get the extra money for closing yeah. it, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I did, they asked me to do 25, I did, I did 22 minutes, and I know it was 22 because Arash was holding my mic, yeah, and I told him, tap me. Because he had to watch it, I'm like, tap me at 22 because I'm terrible at time. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I don't see why it's can't tell time. Yeah. Don't know how numbers work, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm like, you're going to have to let me know. And so he tapped me, t- tapped me on the shoulder. And I hadn't told a joke yet. Like, I hadn't told a, like, a, people don't trust or don't trust a guy in a wheelchair with dirty shoes or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't said anything like that yet. I just talked about White Rock. I talked about uh, how nice it was outside. And, nice. And just like, just... Just riffed. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was the most freeing and most wonderful and most uh, terrifying moment of my life. Yeah, yeah. Because the once it set in that I did 22 minutes of a telling joke, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like part of, part of me panicked and I was looking for the life raft and I wanted to 
abandoned ship. It was like a, but it was, uh, I don't know. I just, I fucking love stand-up, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, not just as a performer, but just in general. Yeah. Just, I just, everything to do with it. I love all the, all the shitty stories about comedians masturbating in front of people. Everything that's involved in stand-up is just To, to be 100% uh, honest with you, I think I still like stand-up because I don't hang out with comedians a lot. Yeah. Me neither. If I hung out with comedians more, I would probably grow to hate comedy. Uh, true story. <laughs> I, 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 there's maybe 10% of the comedians in Vancouver that I like and I'm willing to hang out with. And then the other 90%, I don't, I'll do shows with them. I'm, I'm not going to be mean to them. I'm not going to, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't hate them by any means. It's just, yeah, they're I mean, not my friends. They're my colleagues. Yeah. It's like you go to, if you've ever had a job or you work in an office or you have a job where there's lots of employees, how many of those people do you hang out with outside of work? <laughs> yeah. A very small percentage, right? Yeah. The rest of them, you see them at work. You're, you're cordial to each other at work, but that's it. That's where like, that's where that relationship ends. And yeah. uh, I've never, I've always been that, like, I don't, you know, want to sit around and hang out with comedians all. No, because a lot of comedians, once they're away from the show, don't know how to interact. Yeah, and they're, they're either bouncing bits off you, which what are you doing? I'm a comedian. I don't want to hear you. <laughs> and then, or they're just they're just really depressed, yeah. sad, unhappy people. Which again, I don't blame them for at all. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny how our job is to make people happy and people laugh and joy and stuff, and then most comedians are fucking. Sad, sad, depressed motherfuckers. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how that works. Yeah. I wonder if there's another job that's kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's unique. It would have job. to be like another art. If it was, it'd be like another art form, like maybe musician or. I guess so. Yeah, but I don't think anything outside of an art form. Really? I can't think of. Can't think yeah, of one. Yeah. There's no like office type job or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess people who work at Amazon aren't very happy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's because they, they work with a dragon. Yeah, uh, yeah. dragon. And yeah. The, I love that um, the new thing is to say how the rich or the super rich have fucked up space travel for the rest of us because it's something they do as a hobby. Like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You know, like... I love Star Wars. I love Star Trek, and you just ruined it all for me. Yeah, because you're rich enough that you can inject yourself into space. You know, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I still wouldn't say they ruined space travel for us. We're, we're all of us lining up to go to space before this happened. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like I'm still not gonna go to space. Space fucking terrifies me. There's gonna be something out there that's gonna kill me for sure. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll stay here. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll guard the door in case the aliens come down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. While everyone's gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, man, you just missed him. You want to yeah. come in and wait? Yeah, like, <laughs> if, Earth, if Earth was like going to be nothing and everybody had to go to a new planet, I'd just off myself. I'd be like, mm. fuck that, I'm not taking the chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think they'd take me with them because I don't, <laughs> I don't really have any value outside of my sense of humor, but yeah. Eventually that'll just become better anyway, so I, I'm probably no good to, you know. No, they, they'd hook you up to like a milking station. Just yeah. Like, you just yeah. you to reproduce. Yeah. Like, the, like the Matrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They'll suck the soul out of me. That's how we power our spaceships. <laughs> yeah. From the souls of disabled and elderly people. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh man. Um, it's uh, it's about that time when you, you usually do shoutouts. Really? Yeah. Went by that quick. Went by that quick. It always goes by quick. We always, yes. we always, yes. you know, that's hour. why we like to do it, quick and dirty, and yeah, yeah, yeah hit it and stick it. Yeah. Uh, hit it and stick it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we do shoutouts, and this should be one of the shoutouts, mm-hmm. uh, Shane and I are going to be. Man, I wanted to, you're gonna have to come back, Shane, because I wanted to share stories about Matt. Yeah, I'll come podcast. back, no problem. Yeah, but um, so we'll do that in the next one. You're gonna have to remind me because I'll forget. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> about what we wanted to talk about because I was forgetting my thought halfway through my thought today, yeah. so that's how I was working. <laughs> like a fucking human goldfish over here. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, Shane and I are going to be participating in the uh, in August in the um, Bellin Foundation Comedy Festival. Yeah, and all the proceeds are going towards the Bellin Foundation, which I'm very stoked about. And That's if awesome. you go back to a few episodes and listen to the, to the tribute of Matt Bellin, you will understand what the foundation's about. So. Um, uh, yeah, so that's going to be pretty awesome, and I'm pretty excited about that one. And yeah. if you live in the Victoria area, come on and see it in August. Yeah. yeah. It's going to yeah. be great. It's going to be a good time. And it's all going towards a great cause. That's right. So. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So, how fast can we do the other two? And go. <laughs> the other two. Uh, shout-outs? Shout-outs. Shout oh, we always shout-out to the Yucca Tree, right? Yeah. yeah. 1347 Johnston Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go there. Ryan, love. What What do you love about the yucca tree? Everything but the fried banana French toast, <laughs> or the corned beef scramble, or their mushroom Swiss burger. It's pretty fucking good. Right. But I'm stoned right now, so I can list up the whole menu. Anyway. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, and we'll also shout out uh, Darwin at the Laughing Barber. Um, yeah, and well, thanks for coming out, Shane. Thanks for thanks for having me, man. Talking about how we're all sexually attracted to high school teachers. <laughs> yeah. um, Someone had to say it, man. Yeah. Someone had to say it. Yeah. Um, but it was a pleasure, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya, bye. Is that a good belt? Yeah, it felt awesome. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> All right. <laughs>